After a successful career as a groundbreaking entrepreneur in the printing industry, Doug Rice bought Labio Dry Flush Portable Toilets, where he continues to exercise his generous, creative approach to business growth. Please enjoy this candid discussion and glimpse into the methods and experience of a true industry leader and innovator. So, Doug Rice, can we start at the start? You were in the printing business. Yes, in 1979, I graduated from college, went to go to work for my father's packaging company, and he did not have an opening for me. And he said, why don't you go start your own company and broker labels like a cupcake labels, uh, soup labels in the grocery stores, uh, shipping labels. Um, so I basically did that. And he thought in one year I'd be broke and I'd come back to him and he'd have an opening. <laughs> well, the, the interesting thing with the label industry, there's about six label companies on every corner in every city. So I did not realize the competition was so fierce. Uh-huh. Very early on, I decided to change the model. Back then in 1979, 1980, delivery was three weeks minimum. I decided to be five days or less all the time. Wow. And everyone thought it would fail. I couldn't maintain that level of service, but I realized I had no plan B. I just couldn't compete with all these people. And not manufacturing the labels for the first five years made it even more difficult. So for 38 years, we ran five days or less wow. and grew the company exponentially with a plant in Connecticut, plant in North Carolina, shipping cross country. Uh, I traveled all over the country with picking up accounts because the onset of club stores made the demand for hurry up and make me some brownies for say uh, Sam's Club. Uh, the suppliers had a tough time getting labels in time. And we always came through, including put a person on an airplane to send them to across the country with labels just to get them to them on time. We did whatever it took um, and it paid off large dividends. Wow. Interesting. Just briefly, can you give give us an idea of of how you overcame that? Sounds like a longstanding uh, framework that had been in place for a long time. There must have been a reason for that, and so so how did you how did you kind of beat it's, that problem? It's it's a very good analogy. Is if you ever gone to the doctor, you're never the only one in the waiting room. Yeah, because doctors like to stack up a waiting room because they don't want to miss any billing minutes. So conversely, on our label printing operations, no one wants their printing presses to go idle. So they stack up jobs three four weeks out, and they still do the exact same thing today. They they want to keep a backlog. Uh, so the presses never go down. Right. Our presses went down all the time. Uh, that was just part of the deal. Another good analogy is the industry was like bus stops. You can always expect the bus at four o'clock at a certain stop, very methodical. But if you want to be somewhere at 12 o'clock, you can't get there. Yeah. So we became the Uber or the, or the taxis of the label industry. So it, we had a lot of press idle time, but we also charged 10% more on our product. And people didn't really care about the extra. The, the label was the lowest cost part of their product, sure. but they couldn't ship their product without a label. Yeah. So we were Johnny spot on all the time and uh, and had a reputation for that. And the, the trust and the, the gratitude. I had a wall of uh, thank you no, uh, letters in my office framed over 100 of them. 
And it, uh, just when people say, thank you for saving my job, thank you for help, help, helping us get this large account, it was, it was a level of service uh, before Amazon, if you will. And uh, it was expensive. And the way we did it is we didn't carry every different kind of material in the world. We basically carried about six different major materials. And out of that six different major materials, about three different widths of material. So we always had material on the floor. And a lot of our competition would order material for a job where we always had it on the floor. We ran multiple shifts. We had employees willing to load up a van and drive in the middle of the night to, to deliver labels to customers, you know, when they needed them. Not when, not when we got around to it, when they needed them. Wow. So that, that sense of servitude was very strong. It was a culture from the top down. When the company, we were, we were bought out by Fortis Group and they want to mimic our delivery policy through all their other plans. Huh. And for two years, they tried and they couldn't do it. And they even admitted it in a town hall meeting that they gave up. And the reason being is it's just, it's just a driven down, top down belief that we can get it done. Um, it takes everybody to rally. And we just did it for 38 straight years. Fascinating. So you were a disruptor before disruption was a thing. <laughs> exactly. And I made the cover of a number of ma industry magazines. Um, and I'm looking at one right now um, called uh, Decisive Action. The company is called Action Packaging Systems. And we, we've been, we, were getting we got written up a, few, a number of times because of just incredible response. And uh, we had our very first account that we picked up. We've had them for the 38 years because whenever they needed something, we were there. Huh. Never let them run out. So you exited and did you stay on for a while or? I, I stayed on for a year and a half and uh, it was just too, too challenging. Uh, we didn't, we couldn't agree on anything. Right. Um, I didn't care, care for how they're running the plant. I didn't care for how they treated the employees. I didn't care for how they're treating the customers. So, huh. uh, we mutually agreed to to uh, to separate, and I, can, I moved down to uh, the coast of Connecticut and remodeled the home. And we had a common accountant. My accountant was the same accountant at Dry Flush, and he approached me and said, "The ownership is looking to retire. They might be interested in this product." I went and visited the company, saw the product work, and I said, "I have to buy it. I have to buy this company." <laughs> and I, I purchased it. Um, in August 15th of 2021, and there were a thousand toilets back ordered. We cleaned that. I said, we're going to clean that up by December 31st. And in January 1st of 2022, we will ship same day or next day, everything. And we've, we've been doing that since January 1st. The uh, product is amazing. We now have uh, exclusive distributors in Australia, Canada, and Mexico is coming on next week. I walked into a situation where there was an engineer who designed an amazing product. When I asked for the marketing materials, there wasn't any. Ah. When I asked him how he, how he drove business in, he didn't have a plan. He, there was nothing. The phone rang, he answered it, or somebody answered it and took an order. Or it came over the internet. Gotcha. And that's, that was his, his marketing was having a website. Gotcha. And so how did you overcome the back order issue? Uh, basically, I streamlined the operation as far as I, I lengthened the assembly line. I uh, reduced the amount of steps each operator had to take physically and by hand. 
Um, I had more inventory brought in. I pushed it in sooner. And uh, I worked on the line every day. Every day I was on the line and uh, packaging up toilets, testing them. Um, I was the fourth person on the line to move them through. And uh, that sense of urgency and commitment to get it out the door was all I all I cared about that particular time. And I would imagine that that was contagious with your people. Exactly. So everybody appreciates that I, the owner, was literally breaking sweat in the plant, uh, going as fast as I could to get the work done. And I was there in the beginning of the day and the end of the day, um, when on weekends, it, whatever it took to uh, get, get that reduced down. I take it very, very seriously, and I think they appreciate that. Fabulous. So let's take a step back, actually, or maybe forward, depending on how you look on it. But imagine that um, I just heard about dry flush toilets, and I, I've mm. been looking at you know other brands. I won't. I could spit out a bunch of brands being in the camper van industry, but you know I've been I've been looking at toilets. I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to carry in my vehicle, uh, and I don't know anything about yours. How does it work? It. The video helps, but also the explanation that there's no cleaning to be done. It's portable. Uh, there's no chemicals. There's no water. It's uh, electric. It could be run off a battery. It could be run off AC. It could be run off 12 volt. Um, it's, it's, it's odorless. And you just pr- you go to the bathroom, you press a button and walk away. And it wraps the product into a sausage link. And you have 15 flushes per cartridge. And with the advent of our new product called pea powder, when you urinate, you don't flush every time. You just sprinkle a little pea powder in a teaspoonful, walk away, and it does the same thing that a baby diaper does. It kind of hardens the uh, urine and deodorizes it, so you can save a flush. So you get now you're getting 24 or 25 visits to a cartridge, which reduce the cost of the cartridge by about 40 percent uh, as far as usage goes. Uh, the product is very simple. You don't have to plumb air in, plumb air out. So for the van conversion people, it's an easy install. We have a floor mount kit to bolt to the floor if you wish. A lot of people are now are putting it in the shower. So we have a uh, silicone mat you put down, put the toilet on it, and you can drive around. The toilet won't move around. It's a very clean, acceptable way. And what's nice about uh, our, our product is there's not a lot of moving parts, not very expensive. As far as the components go, the replacement parts, and we, we sell them worldwide. And we have just crossed over to 16,000 plus mark as far as toilets installed worldwide. Um, a rocket manufacturer has licensed our patent for the space station. The Navy SEALs we know use our toilet. The Coast Guard in New York use our toilet. Truck drivers on the highway use our toilets because they can put them in the sleeper. And we just came out with a brand new uh, product for putting it next to a bed for the elderly or disabled. And it has a lift kit to raise the toilet three inches with a much bigger support base. And it has safety rails. And that is selling extremely well because the problem with people that are ailing, when it's time to go to the bathroom to get them out of bed and to the bathroom in time, every time doesn't always work. And our personal experience, I've been through that. And now we bring the toilet right next to the bed, go to the bathroom, press the button, get back in bed. You won't know the waste is there. People ask how long you can leave the waste in the toilet. We've heard stories of six months, 
without ever having an odor wow. uh, come out. Incredible. Okay. Yes, the video would help because it's hard to imagine this um, wrapping the waste into a sausage <laughs> aspect. <laughs> so what? It it it. it. It is, it is, and it's uh, unlike it's patented, and it's unlike and there's ten more years in the patent, and it's unlike anything that I've ever seen. Okay, and it's unlike anything on the market. Okay, well, incidentally, I can put a link to that video in your show notes, so for this show. So, oh, okay. thank you. Yeah, so people will be able to just click through and take a look. Uh, so now, going back to the business aspect, when you purchase Dry Flush. And slash Lavio, right? Mm-hmm. The the product is called Lavio or the company? The, the company started out as Dry Flush. Okay. And a plumber in the Midwest uh, working in his home created a, a, a product. When you go to replace a toilet in a home, it's kind of difficult to get the water out of the toilet. Yes. And he created a pump, a plastic hand pump to suck the water out of a toilet. Okay. And... He called it, he called it dry flush, oh. and when dry flush was started eleven years ago, uh, he he called on saying you can't use my name, uh. so they put the labio in front of it, uh. and that became acceptable. Gotcha. Okay, that explains that. I'm curious when you purchased that company, did you have an R and D team? When I purchased that company, and I looked at the toilet, and I always try to better things. I could not improve that toilet at all it was designed really well ahead of its time yeah. uh, one of the designers passed away from cancer after he finished it which is unfortunate because he his mind was spot on as far as uh conceptual and it, it and created an incredible product and i saw the prototypes that he he built before sounds like it and it came out with a very very good product yeah. so i couldn't improve the product what i could improve was the throughput and the process of manufacturing through my experience with uh, action packaging systems. Sure, and marketing and uh, expanding into alternate markets. Because you mentioned uh, you mentioned military, space, elder care, slash medical. Were, was the original dry flush already in some of those markets, or was it just camping? Uh, mostly camping and a lot of ice houses in Minnesota because our toilet has no water. It does not freeze. Oh. <laughs> so it's, per- it's perfect. And it's, it's amazing how many wow. there are. Thousands are on the ice in Minnesota. Yeah. Thousands. And we ship this, this time of year, we start shipping a lot more to Minnesota. <laughs> camping is very, very big with us. Uh, RV conversions, RVs, boats. We have a lot of boats. We have okay. a lot of houseboats that have our product. Because they don't want to wait for the marina uh, to, to send the guy over to pump out the boat. It's a lot more convenient with our product. Boaters don't use the toil a lot, but when if they need one, they want to they want to have one. Sure. Uh, because if you use a toilet once in a boat, whether it's just one time in a season, you have to have it pumped out. Right. With our toilet, use the toilet, walk away. Yeah, brilliant. I have so many questions <laughs> uh, without digging too deep into your. I, IP? IP secrets. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, I like, like to share something um, very exciting happened uh, with Lavio Dry Flush recently. Okay. Our Australian distributor, Dry Flush, just won the Australia Camping Award for most innovative product for 2022, 
And I just saw a picture of the trophy last night, and they're so excited uh, down there. Australia is a huge camping market, yeah. um, and and they uh, they're really really anxious to uh, get going in the, in the coming year. It's uh, their product is on a on a boat. It's uh, arriving this month, and they ordered a lot of toilets. Mexico is going through a lot of drought problems in a lot of cities and towns down there. And the government is actually uh, reaching out through one of our distributors there to uh, help solve that problem. So we're excited about the future. Um, and we also have added a lot of accessories, a tremendous amount of accessories to our product since, uh, since I took over a, a toilet tote. So you can actually carry the toilet in one hand. Wow. Say if you want to go tenting, carry a tent in one hand and uh, 32 pounds with a battery okay. and uh, 28 pounds without the battery. So that's selling very well. And we also have a cover, a three-inch foam padded Cordova waterproof cover that's tailor-made for the toilet. So if you want to put it someplace where it's going to get wet, shower, what have you, uh, don't worry about it. The toilet will be fine. Just put a cover over it. Or if it's on a boat, now you don't see a toilet, but you see a seat or a table huh. with a three-inch foam top. Yeah. So that's selling very, very well. Brilliant. We have a new toilet paper holder, and that's doing very, very well. We also came out with a black toilet, which surprisingly is selling very well. Wow. It's, it's a solid plastic. It's not painted. It's solid plastic. Impregnated uh, color. Right. Correct. And we're trying to come out with blue, hopefully, in the next two weeks. Uh, they're trying to match the toilet seat, which I selected. And uh, if that works out, we'll have that in two weeks. But the black has surprised us as how much people want that different color. Well, you know, if you've got um, a modern van or boat design with some with some darker woods and stuff, it, it makes perfect sense. So, it does. Yeah, that's really cool. So can you talk a little bit about your manufacturing process, as in how the various pieces for the toilet are created? Sure. We we buy the shell. We try to buy everything we can locally. Okay. We buy the shells, which is the bottom base uh, of the toilet uh, from a company up in uh, Massachusetts. They bring those in on pallets, and the gals take them down. And we have to drill out all the holes for the fans, for the circuit board, for the toilet seat, for the push button. And so we'll have one person drill out the patterns on the back. We have templates that they, they use. They drill it out, and the next person starts populating the components in it, which is the in-fan, the out-fan, the twist motor on the bottom, and then there's some metal inside that uh, creates a, uh, a base. And then we have the circuit board that goes on the back, uh, power jack, which is the part of the button, and then the power jack where you plug it into the back. Then we then move it down, and someone puts a battery in, put the uh, cartridge in as we send it out with a full cartridge test it, and uh, package it up. So it's a small assembly line, but okay. it's very, very efficient. Yeah, oh, fascinating. And so the base, you're purchasing that from a plastics manufacturer, yes? Correct. And your right. design specifically, of course. It, it is. It is our design. Okay. Uh, that, right. uh, that probably sounds like a dumb question, but I was just trying to pr uh, picture the, the whole process. But um, okay, I think I got it. And 
all of these components, of course, are custom and have been tested over time. The the, the fans are standard. Okay. They're, they're standard fans. The circuit board is custom made for our products. Sure. Uh, and the electrical components, the push button, the power jack, the twist motor, they're all standard items that we have pulled together and have in the early days decided how much volume to, for each fan to, to generate, how fast for the twist motor to turn. Uh, and we also manufacture the the cassettes, the refills in, in Wallingford as well. So everything's made in Wallingford, Connecticut. Okay. Um, and we have, uh, we improved that operation to make the uh, cassettes more easily assembled. They're all hand assembled, hand packed with 21 feet of material. And it becomes a dispensary, if you will, uh-huh. um, dispensary ring. And okay. very, very clever. And and what happens is a twist motor at the bottom has an octagonal drum and it twists the film after we receive the waste ah. and twist it twists it four times okay. to seal off any chance of odor. The yeah. toilet could fall over. You could turn it upside down, nothing's gonna come out. Wow. It's uh very clever, very simple, but very clever design. Beautiful. <laughs> that is very, very smart. Wow. I mean it's you know, I, I've thought a a lot about toilet designs over the years and I've I've had some pretty cool ideas myself, but nothing like that. (laughs) Yeah. That's why I bought the company instantly. I mean, as soon as I saw it, I had to have it. I just knew that there were a diamond in the rough because a, they haven't marketed it and B the market was so huge. Right. Yeah. That's wonderful. And it sounds like the product founder fit is right on as well as far as your ability to step in and make things happen. Well, it's an interesting, interesting thing. I, I came from a very successful company that the customers really appreciated what we have, we're doing for them with action packaging systems. What's ironic is that I love you dry flush every single day. Someone either calls me or emails me and the first words are, I love this product. Wow. We loved your toilet. We've had it for six years. We loved it. That's the first words out of their mouth or in the text. And I'm, I'm just, it's just overwhelming <laughs> that people actually comment about a toilet. Yeah. And uh, I've had ladies call me up crying that because <laughs> they're able to, to put their, put the toilet next to their father's bed in their living room now. Incredible. They can take care of him. Sure. And it's, it's just every, Day, I get a, a call or an email about loving the toilet. Wow, that's really cool. And back to product founder fit. I'm curious about your work habits as a as a business builder and owner. What's your day look like? A good question. Um, because we have streamlined operations so smoothly, and we have a rock star plant manager who. Uh, understands product flow and customer sensitivity that I don't have to be there more than four, four hours a day, five hours a day. However, I take calls seven days a week to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I've returned calls on July 4th. I had a, uh, a an owner just received their toilet. She went camping for the first time and she called up screaming that the toilet doesn't work. 
Hmm. I asked her if she plugged it, plugged it, the battery cable into the back of the toilet. And she said, what? <laughs> and then, then she told me how much she loved me. Um, so I take calls and make calls all day, huh. at weekends, nights, it doesn't matter. And I, I monitor every phone call comes through my cell phone. So I can monitor if I miss one, I can call back uh, at 8 o'clock at night, like I did last night, to follow up with someone. They're so shocked when they hear from somebody on a Sunday morning, yeah. a Saturday night, yeah. that I'm concerned about their experience, and I, I want them to know that somebody's here for them. Yeah, that's great. Um, you know, it's funny. I have a, well, I have another online business, and I, I do some technical coaching with people. And it's funny. I don't find that work, that aspect of the work, to be particularly taxing. It's almost like it's not work, just helping somebody with the product for a few minutes, right? It's not. It's not work. It's it's yeah. because there's great feeling uh, showing someone respect and compassion, and then and then following through. And I'll reach back to them and say, "Okay, did, did my suggestion work out?" Yes. Right. The, the the passion about a toilet yeah. is just so rewarding. Yeah. Um, I'm just making people happy. I can certainly see why it would be surprising that people would be so excited about something like that. But the thing is, it's such a difficult world to navigate in general throughout you know human existence, right? You go into a truck stop and it's absolutely miserable, right? Or you have the basic toilet seat on the frame with a plastic bag and again, miserable. And you know, all the, well, how about $1,500 for a composting toilet, right? So mm -hmm. I can mm -hmm. certainly understand that if you, that having solved or being involved with a product that solves such a crucial and, and big world problem in such a brilliant way, it would have to create a following. I'll share another story is we had a truck driver uh, drives a big rig cross country and his, his wife would not go with him because he said that the ladies' bathrooms at truck stops are horrendous. Sure. And he said, now that I have the toilet, my wife will travel with me all week long. Wow. And he said, Doug, it changed, our, it changed our life. I said, I'm so happy to have her with me. She's so happy to have a bathroom that has dignity. Yeah. And, and, and she doesn't have to go into a truck stop. Um, he said, it changed everything for us. And he said, I can't thank you. Thank you enough. I had another person that called me yesterday. She said, my husband wants me to go ice fishing with him and live in the, the uh, ice palace. And, but I'm not going to go outside and use the bathroom. And I said, the only way I'll go is if I have a dry flush. <laughs> so I'm ordering a dry flush right now. And uh, that way I can spend time with my husband while he fishes. So it's, it's a very, it's more than a toilet. Um, yeah. And the dignity aspect, I've used the plastic buckets next to the bed for my family members, yes. and it was it was degrading. Yeah. Um, they wouldn't use it, and if they did use it, sometimes actually one night we knocked it over. Um, <sighs> and now with the product we have, it's so stable, so secure, and so odorless that people don't mind it. And it's uh, we were just down at the medical show in Atlanta, and. Uh, rave reception on our product because no one's ever seen anything like it. Wow. Yeah, I can imagine uh, the medical world is going to be huge for you. It's get bigger and bigger. 
But you you hit the nail on the head. The word is dignity. The word is dignity. Absolutely. My father was a veteran, and when I showed him a porta potty, I thought he was going to throw it across the room. It uh, it just not. It wasn't for him, even though he was a big man, and it was such a hard struggle to get him out of bed at age 96 and to the bathroom, which is, you know, distance away yeah. and, and not have a problem, which then created a whole nother problem, as you can imagine. Um, so it, it's embarrassing if they have an accident and that's the last thing they want to do. So this toilet takes that fear away. Yeah. Fabulous. Well, that's good stuff. Yeah. We, we, uh, on our product, we actually have self-help videos. If someone has a problem with the toilet, they need to replace a power jack, for example, we actually have a video where they can buy the part online. Wow. The power jack's $20 and, and we show them how to replace it. So that way they don't have to send it in if they don't want to, and they can replace it, you know, at their home. Uh, the battery is a motorcycle battery. It could be sought anywhere on Amazon or any local battery store. It's a, it's a heavy duty motorcycle battery. One charge lasts 175 flushes. So it's, uh, it's designed so simply and so cleanly which is why I could not improve the product. I cannot improve it. Exciting stuff, man. It'll be really fun to watch. Yes, it is. Yeah, it'll be really fun to watch uh, Dry Flush over the next, whatever, months, couple of years, see what you do with it. Another installation we have is in Antarctica. We have quite a, quite a few toilets in Antarctica. I was going to mention day, any frozen place, right? <laughs> yeah, Alaska and Antarctica, sure. uh, because especially let's talk about Antarctica, okay. uh, it's the requirements. You cannot leave anything behind. Right. So you cannot leave waste behind. You have to take it with you. Huh. And our toilet's very, very popular down there. Um, and we, we ship toilets all over the world. I just shipped two to Japan. Uh, we shipped to the UK pretty regularly. Just keeps just people just coming from all over the world. They, they, they looked at everything else in the market and they've chosen ours, um, which we're very proud to, uh, to have them, have them with us. Yeah. A global phenomenon. It, it, it really is. It, it, it's, it's amazing where we ship, uh, all over Spain. We, uh, had one down in, uh, Venezuela on a TV show on a huh. scientific TV show and it was, it was, they sent me the, the uh, video of the show, the actually like a uh, science show uh -huh. and the audience went, cra went crazy. It was really, really hysterical and they loved it. And right now we're, we are going for certification for the toilet. Okay. Uh, so, so that way, if any large scale RV companies, which we already service now, uh, ask for that compliance, it will be on our toilet very shortly. And that way uh, we can, again, think ahead before it's asked of us. We, we want to get that compliance. It's very expensive, but we want to get that requirement done. Yeah, right. And, you know, I mean, this has got me thinking about just the fact that this your product circumvents all pretty much all plumbing issues. No plumbing, no venting. Yeah. Pick it up. Oh, we have a lot of <laughs> we have a lot of toilets and tree houses especially in California. Yeah. And I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't believe it until people sent me pictures of their treehouse with a toilet in it. A lot of them. It's just, oh, it's, that's just so great. it's just hysterical. <laughs> uh, yeah. Tree, tree houses. Um, a lot of she sheds, 
lot of pool houses. Yeah. I have one lady that has a Lavia pool party every year. She said, I said, why? She said, because I love it so much. It's called the Lavio pool party. And I have people at my house and the, the, the toilets in the, uh, in the shed near the pool. I said, oh, my God. It's, it's, it's just, the conversations are hysterical, absolutely hysterical. Yeah. The people are so, pa- so passionate. Uh, they're just so, so, such a wonderful business to be in. The toilet, toiletry is, a, is the worst part of camping. Yes. And we make it a lot better. Fabulous. Uh, really appreciate you coming on and sharing some of your story today. James, I can't thank you enough for, for offering to do this. I'm really, 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 really thankful. Very grateful to have met you.